Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. National Pharmacies, proud sponsors of the National Pharmacies Sample Juniors Show. Hello and welcome to the Sample Junior Show, the show thanks to National Pharmacies, proud sponsors and fans of the National Pharmacies Sample Junior Show and the Host Plus Sample League, where under-18s have free entry, so make sure you get to a game this coming weekend. It's great to be back. What a cold, wintry weekend it was of footy. Uh, saw a couple of Sample Juniors matches of the weekend, driving past a couple of the local grounds sitting out and having a, a, a look. It was uh, great to see some competitive games going on. Uh, we've got a really big show coming up tonight. Um, episode two of the year, which is exciting. And it's also round two on just gone on the weekend of Sample Juniors. So looking forward to a big show. We'll have uh, the Sample Junior umpire manager, Barry Oates. Now, Barry's part of the furniture down there at the Sample. He has been the umpire coordinator for God knows how long, but he's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to umpires. And we'll have a great chat to him about how kids can get involved in umpiring at the junior level. And I want to have a chat to him about the pathways of umpiring because what we know is that there's a few umpires that have stuck around and uh, come through uh, in all different forms uh, through playing and also players coming to umpiring and then going and on to have great careers as AFL footballers. So we'll talk to Barry Oates about all things umpiring and also we'll be joined by the Tea Tree Gully Football Club, um, a fantastic club um, up there in the northeastern suburbs, one of the biggest junior clubs going around. So look forward to talking uh, to their junior football director, Gavin Turner, and we'll also be joined by Kaz Allen. Kaz uh, has a special story to uh, talk to us about tonight. She's uh, part of uh, setting up the Teacher Gully Football Club's all-inclusive team, um, a program that actually has seven local clubs in the Adelaide community uh, joining. And uh, it will be great to have a chat to her about what's involved in that but Teachery Gully also have on the line that we spoke to on Friday night some of the kids uh, that are involved out there this season. It will be great to catch up with them as we did on the phone on, on Friday night and have a chat about how their season's going and then also also asking them all the important questions like whether they get lollies or oranges or what football boots they wear. I'm always interested to know whether we've got some flashy kids on the phone with their bright coloured boots uh, like all the AFL stars now. So it will be great to chat to the kids from uh, Tea Tree Gully and they also have a lot of um, awareness programs going on, particularly around mental health and suicide. So it will be awesome to hear about uh, all of that and what's been going on up there. Um, It was also Mother's Day yesterday. Oh, how many mothers out there on the side of the uh, footy fields uh, helping with their kids out at Sanford Juniors level? It was fantastic to see. And uh, we also had the SA School Sports Under 15 Girls Trials. And I heard there was over 100 girls uh, trialling out there for School Sports SA. So a fantastic week of uh, footy and we look forward to bringing you 
show two of the Sample Juniors show. Time now for a break and remember the shows thanks to National Pharmacies, proud sponsors of the Sample Juniors show. National Pharmacies, proud sponsors of the National Pharmacies Sample Juniors show. Welcome back in the shows. Thanks to the Host Plus Sample League. Under-18s are free entry, so make sure you get to a game this coming weekend. We're now joined by, on the phone, Barry Oates, the Sample Juniors Umpire Manager. How are you going, Barry? Yeah, good, Courtney. Uh, doing well, yes. Round one out the way last week, so round two and we're moving forward. Fantastic. Well, you must be a busy man because to coordinate all those umpires I saw over the weekend around the ovals of uh, Adelaide was must must have been a huge job. Tell us a bit about your role at the Sample as the, the junior umpire manager. Okay, I've been with the Sample for almost 17 years and in that time, the last uh, six to seven seasons since the Sample Juniors competition started in 2016, a competition that just keeps growing year by year. Uh, more teams, explosion of girls' teams three or four years ago. Um, and then again this year, further increases in number of clubs, number of teams and number of matches. So we try and keep pace with it, with the umpiring side of things. Um, and yeah, it is a weekly challenge Uh Matches Friday night, Sunday, uh, almost, well over 300 matches in total, played across 50 ovals all day on a Sunday. So, yeah, a lot of pieces in that jigsaw, that's for sure. A huge logistical exercise, but um, without the umpires, we obviously don't have a game. And I, I do remember uh, one of my greatest coaches um, saying about that they never change their decision, so there's, there's no point in uh, remonstrating with the umpires. It has been quite a topic of late, the uh, dissent around umpires, particularly uh, in the the higher levels of the AFL and AFLW. Can you just chat us through how we're dealing with that at a community level? Okay, we, we've given the same instructions to our junior umpires this year. Whatever they see on the telly or at the footy that's penalised the dissent towards them, um, to act in the same manner. One, it's a good learning opportunity so, to see it on the TV, uh, but secondly, it's helped send a consistent message down across the footy community from Adelaide Oval and the MCG right down to, you know, the under-10s at Tea Tree Gully or Seaton or Brighton on a Sunday morning. So we're pleased to report that uh, last week, in the junior competition round one, uh, things seem to be on a really good level. Uh, minimal um, feedback on incidents from matches, so it was a really positive start for the season. It's fantastic to hear, and, and we did have uh, the Goodwood Saints on our show last week, and they did receive a Club of the Year award, and um, all that goes into... Um, you know, the behaviour around um, their supporters and their staff around game day. So um, it's really important. And um, how does that work in terms of um, in other leagues, um, the higher leagues, you can't actually approach the umpires. So how's the Sample Juniors program tackling that with um, who can actually approach umpires or is it just a no-go yeah. zone? 
Yeah, we've made it a no-go zone this year. In the past, the team manager did have access to the umpires at breaks and during half-time. But what we found was, one, umpires weren't getting an opportunity to have a drink and refresh and relax um, between quarters, which is one of the main reasons we have a break. And secondly, a lot of the feedback was more criticism towards decisions, messages from the coach, things like that, that which for a young learning umpire, um, it's not a great environment. So we've made it a no-go zone, as you said, approaching umpires. But at the end of each match, the team coach has the opportunity to provide direct back to me some feedback on the umpiring, and that's comes to me through an online submission. So the communication is after the match rather than direct with the umpires on the day. Now, I know that um, a couple of weeks ago, I saw Eddie Betts waving the flag for um, his son's football match over in Victoria. You see a lot of parents on the weekend uh, helping out with the goal umpiring. Um, how How do young kids get involved in field umpiring and boundary umpiring and, and then into um, the, the higher year levels of goal umpiring? Yep, we have an established pathway, Courtney, uh, in, within umpiring at the Sample. And Sample Junior's umpiring there is the starting point. We actually have a basic umpires course scheduled for next uh, Sunday, 15th of May. And if anyone out there wants to register for that course, simply a matter of getting on the sample website, going to the umpiring section, opportunity to register. From the umpires course, they progress into sample juniors, start off in the junior grades. And from there, there's a pathway for those aspiring to stick with umpiring from the sample juniors through to sample under 16s, under 18s, sample W through to sample league footy. Um, So one of our key roles is not just to provide umpires every weekend for matches, but develop those umpires to give them the opportunity to progress. And now I've always wondered about uh, umpires training. Tell me a bit about that, because I remember being down at the old West Lakes on the Max Bashir Oval, and I'd see the umpires, sample umpires, run around. Um, All the boundary umpires would be doing running, all the... um, Field umpires would be doing their thing. What's involved in the training to become an umpire? Okay, if I had a dollar, Courtney, for every time I ran a lap round the back of match, Max Bashy <laughs> Reserve at umpire training, um, I would have retired long ago, I You think. would be a rich man, um, Barry Oates. Absolutely, yes. Um, umpire training at junior level, it's very uh, developmental. Um And it's generally a mix of uh, a recap on the weekend, Um, 300 plus games of footy. There's always, you know, feedback of what what was handled really well and what wasn't. And becomes, not that we like to say we have a rule of the week, but certainly a theme and a focus on areas to improve going into the following week of umpiring. Uh, Video examples, uh, coaching supplied by the sample and... A lot of our um, umpires are students, so they've spent all day in a classroom, so they don't really want to be sitting around inside a coaching room of a night, so it's outside and 
rolling the legs over, some umpiring skills. Um, we just generally try and create a friendly, fun environment for training. And tell me how hard that is to coordinate for yourself, Barry. Um, given that there's a number of different rules across across the Sanford Juniors program, depending yep. on what age level, what can parents expect that are listening in tonight um, to see um, umpires doing in, in part of their league? Uh, yeah, you, you're right. Uh, within Sanford Juniors, um, a lot of the match conditions from under seven through to under 11, under 12 are modified uh, in terms of tackling, how many bounces a player can have, can they kick off the ground or not kick off the ground. Um, yeah, quite a few varieties. We just continually focus on the umpires to make sure you've re- reviewed the match conditions before you go to your game, be it Friday night or Sunday, um, because it's not really until about under 12 in boys and under 13 in girls that um, the rules the match rules start to assimilate what we see and what we regard as a normal game of footy. So, yeah, there's plenty to be alert for before you get to your game. And uh, for all those aspiring umpires out there, um, it's such a fantastic way to be involved in the game still and not everyone um, can play and it's just another way to get involved. So... Other than the course coming up uh, on the 15th of May, which you can uh, jump on the Sanford website and get involved, how else can people become involved through their local clubs? Uh, Through their local club, absolutely. Um, All clubs, as you said earlier, all clubs are required to apply supply goal umpires for our matches. Uh, Boundary umpires, we have a small panel of boundary umpires just in the under 17.5 divisions in the higher levels there. So certainly through your club, um, help them out with boundary umpiring as well. Um, And also we recruit a lot of our uh, new umpires from existing players in the competition. So we can make a quicker entry into umpiring if you're already involved in the Sanford Juniors Club and... Many of the players successfully managed to umpire a game or two in the morning and play later on on a Sunday afternoon. And we have seen some uh, well-renowned names um, go through that whole system. David Roden for Port Adelaide, used to play for Port Adelaide. He ended up being goal umpire. And I reckon Lee Fisher used to play for the the Saints and ended up, he's on about nine or six AFL games as an umpire. Yep. And and in reverse, we've had a lot of... uh, young lads that have commenced as a footy umpire in Sanford Juniors and then as a player got drafted. Um, Will Day was one of our umpires for a while. Uh, Jack Lacocious was a junior umpire before he got serious about his footy and got drafted. And there's a few others um, in the system like that that have sort of progressed in reverse, if you'd like to say, yeah. A fantastic way to stay involved and obviously get some pocket money as well. And we also have our, our very own from South Australia, Lenny Guftis, as the, the first female AFL umpire um, also. Yeah, we're very fortunate at the Sample this year that uh, the AFL umpires originally from South Australia that had moved to Melbourne have all been released back to their home state. So Alini's back now living in Adelaide and we've engaged her at the sample uh, one day a week to 
promote umpiring within female environments and also we run a female umpiring academy for all our sample juniors female umpires and uh, fortunate enough that Alini is running that for us and passing on her wealth of uh, umpiring experience and knowledge and tips and stories etc um, onto a lot of our um, budding new female umpires which is great for them. It's uh, fantastic having a, a role model such as her for the young girls aspiring to be AFL umpires. Well, Barry Oates, thanks for your time on the Sample Juniors show tonight. It's been great chatting to you and you play such an important role in making sure that all those Sample Junior kids can play footy on the weekend and organising our great umpires that umpire our great games. So thank you very much for your time tonight. Pleasure. Thanks, Courtney. Thanks for your time. Cheers. That was Barry Oates, the Sanford Juniors umpire manager. What a great job he does. Uh, just unreal. So it's time now for a break. And remember, the show is thanks to National Pharmacies, proud sponsors and fans of the National Pharmacies Sanford Junior Show and Host Plus Sanford League, where under-18s enter free. National Pharmacies, proud sponsors of the National Pharmacies Sample Juniors Show. The show, thanks to the National Pharmacies, proud sponsors and fans of the National Pharmacies Sample Juniors Show and the Host Plus Sample League, where under-18s have free entry, so make sure you get to a game this weekend. We're now joined by Gavin Turner, the Tea Tree Gully Junior Football Director and Child Safety Officer, a very important role at a community club such as Tea Tree Gully because I've heard that it is one of the biggest junior programs running at a community footy club across South Australia. So a big role to play. Gavin Turner, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, tell us a bit about your job as the Tea Tree Gully Junior Football Director because I imagine it's one big job. Uh, it's quite a big job, yeah. I've, we've got 31 junior teams that um, fall under the junior section of our club. We also have, obviously, the senior component, which has six, uh, six senior teams, four male and two female. We have a master's team and we also have an all-inclusive team, um, which we've introduced this year. So, But my portfolio, I look after the 31 junior teams. And um, a lot of uh, coordination uh, must go on in that regard. <laughs> Um, so how did, how did you end up getting involved in the, the Teacher Gully Footy Club? Uh, so back when my children, I've got three, uh, three boys and a, uh, and a girl that uh, have all played for the club. Um, so around about 14 years ago, my first uh, son decided he was uh, going to play footy. So we came out, uh, out to the Teacher Gully Football Club. Didn't even live in the area. I actually lived quite a, quite a distance away. But I was coaching cricket at the time and I had a group of boys that were all playing at the club and their families spoke so highly of the, the culture and the, uh, the inclusiveness of the team. Um, so I just wanted to get my, uh, my son at the time and then all my other kids since that time to, uh, to be in that sort of a, a club environment. So, yeah, brought them out. About 14 years I've been here now. Fantastic. And so it only takes a couple of years uh, for you to get roped into some form of role at a community footy club. How, how many years did it take you before you were just the parent sitting on the sidelines? Well, funny enough, if you ever want me to do anything, you just got to give me a beer and have a chat with me at the time. <laughs> and it was the very first year that I was here. 
I was uh, at our presentation day and teacher Gully, bar none, do the best uh, presentation day with rides for the kids and food stalls and all sorts and um, a lot of time and effort goes into those uh, occasions and um, yeah, a couple of beers were given to me and next minute I was on the committee. <laughs> on the committee straight up and then the yeah, now, the direct, now the director of uh, 31 teams. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, 31 teams, but I do have a really good team um, that I work with uh, in the footy operation side of, of our, uh, our club. So Matt Gunston looks after the 11s to 17 and a half. Craig Sterner looks after the under, or well, the odds kick through to the under 10s. And Belinda Beliga looks after the uh, junior football for the girls. So you've got a, a cohort and an army around you to, to help you of a Friday and Sunday. Tell us a bit um, about the, the club up there. Um, I heard you got some new lights uh, at the facility. Yeah, we were lucky enough to, uh, to get a, uh, a grant to upgrade the facilities here for the lighting. We also have a cricket club up here, District Cricket, to Tetra Gully Bulls, so um, a combined effort to get some new lights. Um, so, yeah, that was good. Uh, we're hopefully getting another uh, small little grant for a new electronic scoreboard. Um, and some TVs and so forth inside, but um, always happy to take uh, more grants if there's any. <laughs> it uh, it does go a long way. Um, all the sponsors of community footy clubs. Um, if you've got uh, some major sponsors, feel free to give them a shout out because um, we know that community footy clubs don't operate uh, without them. And I love w- winning a meat tray on a Friday night um, at my local footy club. So yeah, I'm sure you'll have some some raffles coming up. Uh, tell us a bit about the volunteer army that um, sits under all that uh, army that you've got helping you. It, all the parents in getting involved in, in junior footy, um, how much does that help? It helps immensely. Clubs like, uh, well, all, all sporting clubs need it and live by their, um, by their volunteers. And at the end of the day, we're all volunteers. We all do it for the kids, all do it for the club and the community. Um, and we're really fortunate here at the Gullies to have, um, well, we've got 550 plus. Uh, junior players at the moment so there's quite a lot of you know parents floating around and brothers and sisters and so forth so without them you just couldn't run a club like this it's just too big to to do it with just a small committee of nine of us um so yeah we really rely heavily on um people helping out with the the barbecue and fundraising and setting up and closing down every day um so yeah real big uh, shout out to uh, the teacher gully families um for the immense work that they put in um, behind scenes. And it is one of the largest junior clubs, but we are only in round two of Sample Juniors. So can kids in the area still get on board? 100%. We are all about the community. We've made a, a huge um, investment in the community. We're uh, one of the few clubs that actually uh, are open to all levels of football for boys, girls, and the all-inclusive. Um, and, yeah, we're always looking to take on more uh, more players any level of ability, like I said, boys or girls. Um, yeah, and now we're venturing into uh, uncharted grounds with not only the girls portfolio, which now has from under nine through to under 17. So it's a, a pathway for the girls to go all the way from, you know, a young little uh, little girl all the way through to an adult with, um, yeah, like I said, uh, two teams in every grade from under nine through to 17. And now we've got two uh, female um, adult teams as well in, in the A's and B's. So we're really proud to be one of the only clubs that actually have that uh, amount of female football. Uh, around about five years ago, we made a huge push in that area. Um, 
and now we've got players that have represented, uh, you know, Port Power in, in the development squad uh, a couple of weeks ago, which you spoke to one of them just before. Yeah, and um, it's great to see opportunity come from playing at your local club. And last year you had Cooper Murley, who was picked up from Norwood, but his junior years were played at Tea Tree Gully and uh, he was draft pick 49 and went to Collingwood and now he's playing in the AFL, which is just fantastic to see that all these Sample Junior kids out there, um, this is where it all starts. Yeah, it is. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be on his draft night. Um, Cooper's a friend of mine. His dad's one of my best mates. Uh, he was previously the football director out here uh, in Brad Murley. So, um, yeah, it was good to see him get drafted. And Jack Graham, before him, he was one of the boys that I coached in cricket that I mentioned before that got me across to the club. So he obviously got drafted and has won a few premierships now, so representing the club well. Fantastic. So you've got a, um, a Collingwood uh, pie and a tiger out there from Richmond, uh, from Tea Tree Gully, Jack Graham's quite the ball, um, fitting the fit of uh, being a mad dog tackling machine, which Teacher Gully are known for. Um, you also had some success last year with the under-16 girls um, winning the, the Division One grand final by two points to Golden Grove, which is just around the corner. That would have been nice. Yeah, that was a great result for the girls and even better when we can beat Golden Grove. And... Uh, and we've also got the 160-year anniversary of the club uh, this year as well. Yeah, thanks for touching on that. 160 years. We're very proud of the fact that uh, we're the oldest club uh, going around, in South Australia anyway. Uh, so, yeah, 160 years this year. It's a really good achievement, um, something that we uh, hang our hat on. Um, we kicked it off with a season launch earlier in the year, followed it up with a a uh, Dawson O'Brien Cup against our um, arch enemy uh, Modbury Football Club, who we've got a very healthy on and off field relationship with, who are also celebrating their 160 years as well. So it'd be, um, you know, and let me not to make mention of the fact that they had that as well. And we had a Dawson um, O'Brien Cup against them earlier in the year, uh, just in honour of um, two life members of the both clubs and the Cup's named after them. So, yeah, the junior uh, portfolio played against them in 13 games, so it was really good. That's fantastic and um, creating some history. And you're also um, starting a, a new initiative with the Tackle Mental Health and Stigma um, Surrounding Mental Health, a, a program up there at the club. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, like we did with the uh, the girls' portfolio, we've um, identified over the last couple of years the uh, mental health battles that um, affect most families, if not all, at some stage. And we noticed that there was a, a really big gap in the football club where we spend such a lot of time with each other um, and see a lot, of, um, a lot of the kids and also their families. So we thought it would be a good idea to get, um, you know, some mental health awareness going. So we put a lot of programs in place. We've trained up a lot of people. We've got an uh, independent counsellor that is uh, available for all of our members. Um, and one of our senior players is also um, in the mental health uh, industry, so they also provide some assistance. And obviously, as you touched on before, one of my roles at the club is also to be the child safety officer, um, which is very important to me to make sure that we've got a, uh, a fun um, environment, but also a safe environment for all of our kids. Fantastic. And that's it. The uh, junior footy programs out in um, the community, particularly at Tea Tree Gully, are just an extension 
of the wider community. So supporting um, your members is um, something that's uh, really great to hear and see that's happening out there. We also have in the room Kaz Allen. Now, Kaz is the mastermind behind your new all-inclusive team. Um, Kaz, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me. And just tell us how you became involved in this and tell us a bit about what it actually is. So the Inclusive um, League is for males 15 years and above with a disability. Um, it's run through the it's run through the SNFL, um, and there are currently seven teams in the league. So I happen to be talking to um, a work colleague who is involved with Goodwood Saints, um, and he mentioned to me that you know it's something we should have in our club, and I totally agreed. So I got on went out and did some research with Goodwood Saints and before you know it, we've got a team up and running. Um, we've got about 20 players registered currently um, and we start playing on the 20, uh, well, our first games on the 21st of May. So looking forward to that. How good is that? And uh, is it a mixed team and what's the, what's the age group of the all-inclusive team? So currently it's, um, it's a male competition for, for males. Um, and it's for players 15 years and above. So our youngest player is 15. Um, so, yeah, we've just recently had a carnival here which hosted all the clubs um, and we had a, had a little bit of a lightning carnival in a few games. So it's been, um, it's been amazing. How fantastic. And I'm, I'm sure that's bringing a lot of smiles to a lot of faces up at Tea Tree Gully. And um, tell us the the fun thing um, about it. Are you, are you involved in coaching yourself or is it just uh, putting it all together? Uh, no, I'm, I'm the coordinator and the team manager. Um, I have a, a coach, his name's Simon. He's, um, he's been involved in, in coaching the lads. Um, so, yeah, it's, 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 it's been great. It's been really great to have um, these guys have the same opportunities that my boys have been able to have playing um, playing for Teacher Gully. So I really enjoy it. Absolutely. And um, what about the uh, the rules of the all-inclusive uh, program? The, there's obviously seven clubs that play each other that uh, are starting in the coming weeks. And what about the rules? Is there any rule changes um, to how the game's played? So the only modified rule is there's no soccering. Um, the, the the quarters are shorter, so we, we only play twelve minute quarters. Um, but apart from that, it's tackling um, all the the same rules as what you would have in the regular competition. Fantastic. Well, Kaz, all the best for the upcoming season of the all inclusive program. Um, it's fantastic that uh, Teacher Gully are joining the league. Seven teams. It's um, hopefully it gets bigger and bigger and. We see some women's teams uh, in the future. So well done on getting that up and running. Thank you. And Gavin, thanks for joining us. Um, all the best for the rest of the season. Um, it's a, a massive exercise that you do and it's been great having you on the show to, to share some of the things going on at the Teacher Gully Footy Club. National Pharmacies, proud sponsors of the National Pharmacy Sample Juniors Show. Welcome back to the show. Thanks to National Pharmacies, proud sponsors and fans of the National Pharmacies Sample Juniors Show. We have on the phone a handful of the Teacher Gully Football Club players and parents 
and I look forward to chatting to all of them. It's going to be great fun. On the line is Dave Bartell. He coaches the under-14 boys team out there. How are you going, Dave? Good, thank you. Now, tell us all, uh, all how it's going with the under-14 boys, uh, the win-loss ratio, how they're, how they're shaping up for the season. What's been happening? Uh, yeah, we've had a um, good start to the preseason. So we've had uh, one game. We got one win, so that was nice. Um, so And, um, yeah, we've got a good uh, challenge ahead of us with Henley this week. The Henley Sharks, they, they do put together a great side. And, and your son plays in your side. Um, that's Brody. Brody's with us tonight. How are you going, Brody? Good. How are you? Good. Now, tell us, does, does Dad treat you harder because he's your coach? What's that? Sorry? Does Dad does Dad treat you a bit hard bit harder than all the other kids, being your coach? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, at times. But it's good to have um, someone that can talk me through my game. Yeah, fantastic. And what position do you play, Brody? Uh, majority centre half forward. Nice. So you kicking all the goals this year. Trying to. Trying to. What's your favourite thing about footy? Ah, uh, just uh, the friends side of it. I uh, make some good. Friends that you can hang out with outside of football as well. Yeah, fantastic. And a great culture up at the Teacher Gully Footy Club. Dave, how did you all get involved in the Teacher Gully Footy Club? Uh, so we uh, live in the area and um, the kids are... Uh, I've got a daughter as well, so I've, I've been coaching her team for a couple of years prior. Um, and so, yeah, basically Brody. Um, joined on first and um because it because it was local to us and um and I got involved um from there. And tell us the the one thing that um is different from coaching girls to boys. There is a few differences, but lots of people pick up um little nuances. What what's been your experience? Well, uh <laughs> where do you that, start? Yeah, exactly right. Um I oh, look they they're motivated totally differently I think like um with with the girls I think you um you I guess you just let them be them but the boys uh like to be uh driven uh fairly hard and um yeah that's probably I guess you know like they they're a lot more um you know trying to get feedback about their game but um yeah I think the girls just enjoy each other's company and um and just have a bit more, like, I just like to have a, a, a bit of fun. Yeah. And, uh, Brody, who's your favourite um, AFL side and, and who do you um, follow and aspire to be as a footy player? Um, I go for the Crows at the moment, but I have been liking Patrick Cripps's game and his style at the moment. There you go. So Crows coming up against the uh, Carlton Blues on the weekend and uh, Patrick Cripps is uh, all up and about. Uh, who's your favourite player for the Crows? Um, it would probably have to be Rochelle at the moment, a uh, young gun coming through. He absolutely is in his first year of footy and he's taking hangers and kicking goals. Uh, now you yeah. on the line have one of your teammates, Jai, with you. Oh, uh, yeah. How are you going, Jai? Good. Yourself? Yeah, good. Welcome to the show. And what position do you play? Uh, fairly back lines. In the back lines. So you don't get to hang out with Brody too much? Not much, yeah. <laughs> and who's your favourite player and what team do you follow? Uh, I follow Port and um, probably the person 
I would be inspired by is Ollie Wines. He's a great player, isn't he? A, a bit of a ball in the midfield there. And um, tell me how you got involved in footy. How long have you been playing for? Uh, I've been playing at Tea Gully since under sixes. Wow. Have you got to run through a banner yet, Jai? Yeah, two banners. Two banners. <laughs> a lot of ga- a lot of games for the footy club. You you'll be uh, on the walls shortly. All all your medals and um, all your recognition for being a club store. What? Oh, maybe not that. But... <laughs> <laughs> and do you aspire to play AFL at some point, or are you just happy playing for the Teacher Gully Footy Club? I uh, yeah, I might try out for AFL, but otherwise. Probably stay here at Tea Gully. Yeah, nice. And um, one thing we uh, ask a lot of young players that come onto the show is a bit about uh, their boots. Are they uh, do they like the bright coloured boots? We've got some flashy colours flying around at the moment, or a bit of a traditional type footy player in the black and white. What do you wear? Uh, I wear black and white boots. Black and white. Old, old, old school. Love it. I love it. I was a black black boots person myself. Uh, we also have Tilly um, in the room with her mum, Kim. Welcome to the show, girls. Hello. And Tilly, you play in the under-14 girls for Tea Tree Gully? Um, under-15, yeah. Uh, under-15. Tell us a bit about how you got involved in footy. Um, I did, a like, a school carnival, um, and then I... Liked it, so I went to Tichigali. Awesome. And what's your favourite thing about footy? Um, Probably just, like, the friends and, yeah, hanging out with them. All right. And if, um, if you could do one thing on the football field, what would you do best? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Are you a big <laughs> kid or you like to tackle, take hangers? Um, oh, tackles, lots of tackles. Lots of tackles. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and tell us a bit about how your team's going this year. Um, well, our last game had to be abandoned because um, someone passed out. Oh, golly. Yeah. That's no, <laughs> that is no good at all. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, hopefully you can have a game on the weekend. Yeah. Who, who have you got this weekend? Uh, we got Henley as well. The Henley Sharks. So they, they align yeah. all the teams playing each other. It's uh, Henley's got a great program down there as well as yourselves at Teacher Gully. You've had a lot of um, wins and finalists over the last season. I think your under-16 girls actually took out the flag last year, didn't they? Yeah. And you're yeah. As- aspiring to take out the flag this year? Yeah. <laughs> So, Tilly, tell us a bit about um, yourself. I want to ask you a question. We ask this um, of all of our participants that come on. At half time, back in the old days, they used to give you oranges and they were the best things ever because you'd chuck them in your teeth, they'd be quartered, and then they'd get stuck in your teeth and you'd put your mouth guard back in and you'd have little bits of oranges stuck in your teeth. Nowadays, they're giving all you kids lollies. So, tell me, what's going on up there at Teacher Gully Footy Club? Uh, yeah, uh, we didn't have that last game, but last year we had, uh, yeah, it sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you got lollies, sometimes you got oranges. 
Yeah. <laughs> and Kim, tell us a bit about your involvement up at uh, Tea Tree Gully. Yeah, hi Courtney. Um, look, um, I'm very new um, to football um, and, and Tilly is as well, um, avid bas- uh, basketball family. But um, for us it was, um, you know, Tilly experienced uh, a school uh, footy uh, carnival and highlighted her interest in football. We're very excited. We love watching the Crows. So um, love watching yourself and, um, yeah, and the women's footy house. That sort of evolved um, until it's just, yeah, from her first time coming out to the club here at Tinchu Gully, I could really tell that it was, um, yeah, somewhere where she needed to be and us as a, as, as a family. So, yeah, she's really enjoyed it. Second year this year and, um, yeah, um, uh, captain for her team, which is exciting. So, yeah. Oh, Tilly, you're holding out on me. You didn't tell me you were the captain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic um, community to be a part of as, at a local football club and I know Tea Tree Gully do it really well. Also, the background of playing basketball, Tilly, um, you must be able to, um, you know, liken some of the skills that you use throughout basketball, so that, that jumping and both sides of your body to play footy as well. It's pretty transferable. Is that fair to say? Yeah, We've had some great basketballers obviously play the AFLW game in um, Aaron Phillips and, and Anne Hatchard and a, a new uh, player come on to the Crows list this year in Jasmine Simmons who's also played basketball over in the States. So definitely transferable skills. Kim, you must just feel so proud to um, be up at Tea Tree Gully and, and watching Tilly play football. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um it's really good it's really good sort of atmosphere. As I said, I'm not yeah just first in short. I'm actually asking people still the rules of footy, so very very new. But I think more for me, it's it is definitely about the atmosphere and um yeah the the sense of community and um what that sort of encompasses here. Don't worry, Kim. Before you know it, you'll be behind the canteen. You'll be the team manager. You might even be the president of the club before you know it. Yeah, I'm trying to know. <laughs> no, just, just happy to watch it, yeah, and to uh, obviously uh, promote, um, yeah, the, the cause that we're um, talking about tonight, yeah, with the, with the pink socks, so, yeah. Yeah, tell us a bit about that, and Dave, you might want to step in. Um, the pink socks on the weekend, um, how's that all come about? Uh, I'll answer that. Um, yeah, so, um, actually, um, Mark, um, one of the, or Jai's dad, actually let me know that a one or two of the teams were um, getting behind it and um, and um, suggested that we do the same. Um, there's been a few people in our team that have um, had um, their lives impacted by breast cancer and um, this time last year, my mum um, um, had a, a mastectomy as well. So it was something, I guess, that I um, felt passionate about. So I thought, nah, bugger it. Um, um, buying the team a, a pair of socks, and I'm sure they'll they'll pay me back. Um, and um, so we just we jumped on board, um, and I just thought it was important for the I guess the the team to um, to do that. Yeah, fantastic initiative and and raising awareness for um, a really important cause. Um, it's great to see. Will you be chucking on the socks yourself as the coach? Yeah, all the coaches, uh, the runner, we're all got, we all got socks, so um, they'll be on for sure. Fantastic. And um, also in the room tonight on the phone, we have Charlie Hazelhurst from the under-14 yeah. girls' side. Welcome to the show, Charlie. 
Hello, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Tell us a bit about yourself, Charlie, and how you um, started out in football. Um, well, one of my friends asked me to come out to play in like under 12 when it first started and I just like played a game and I enjoyed it and like just enjoyed playing with my friends and like I've just been playing ever since and I like the community at Tea Tree Gully. So. Awesome. What, what's your favourite thing about footy other than playing with your mates? Uh, I like to tackle people. <laughs> We're getting After a-, a nickname for them. Oh yeah. Tell me your nickname, Charlie. Well, Dave gave me the nickname of Mad Dog. <laughs> Mad Dog. Well, you must be an unreal tackler then. I'm getting a bit of a theme here with the under-14 girls team at the Tea Tree Gully Footy Club. The Henley Sharks better be watching out over the weekend. It sounds like you're a great tackling team. Yes. <laughs> and, and what position do you play, Charlie? Uh, I usually play in the rock. Oh, so you're quite tall. Yeah. And do you enjoy playing in the rock? Yeah, it's fun. Nice. And and what team do you barrack for and, and who do you look up to as a footballer? Um, I go for Port Adelaide and I like Aaliyah Aaliyah. I think he plays a good game. He certainly does. And back in the team and, and flying and getting getting a lot of rebounds. So he's quite tall as well. Yeah. So aspire to be someone like him. Do you want to play AFL one day? Yeah, I would like to. Awesome. Awesome. And what about... Um, what's happening in the under-14 girls with Oranges and Lollies still? You're, you're in the same team, so you're getting a bit of everything? Yeah, there's a bit of everything going on. <laughs> and what about your boots? Are you, You're one of these flashy flashy persons. Come on, Charlie. Are you, let me guess the colour. Let me guess the colour. Bright orange. No. <laughs> oh. What colour boots do you wear, Charlie? Uh, my boots are black with, like, yellow on the bottom. Traditional mad dog boots. There you go. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, for joining us. It's been great chatting to you. Um, all the best um, for the Pink Socks on the weekend and raising awareness for an important cause in breast cancer. Um, fabulous effort to um, bring that initiative to your club and um, I hope you get a couple of wins on the weekend against the Henley Sharks. It's been great chatting to you all. Thank you. Thanks, that was all the crew from the Teacher Gully Football Club, um, obviously doing some great work. And there's a bit of a theme going on. I reckon they're tackling machines out there. Hard, hard footballers. Um, when you get a name Mad Dog, uh, it says something, doesn't it? Well, that's the wrap for the show. Thanks to National Pharmacies, proud sponsors and fans of the National Pharmacies, Sample Juniors Show and Host Plus Sample League, where under-18s enter free. That is show two, done and dusted. We'll be back at the same time next Monday, so make sure you tune in. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.